Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Sideliners Podcast. I am your host, Brad Siegel, joined on this lovely Monday afternoon by my fantastic co-host, Mr. Benjamin Saliz. How are we doing today? I'm excited to be back. Uh, yeah. The, it was an unfortunate circumstance that we cannot record on the lovely platform that is Anchor on last Thursday, but, you know, the live was um stupendous it was stupendous um might be a bit of a stretch because in (laughs) retrospect i should have known that um as soon as i hit start the live like it starts like (laughs) you have no viewers (laughs) it just it just goes um and you know once once i finally got on there we um for those that don't know the first so it's uploaded on igtv on our instagram and the first minute and a half is just Brad kind of staring at the camera while I'm trying to join the live, and it's just it's it's just dead silent. Um, yeah. So so for my sake and probably for your own sake, just like skip that part. Yeah. Please. Um. But I don't know. I mean, we had we had some pretty decent engagement. A lot of you know some quarreling in our comments. Yeah. Um, some Ohio slander that some people did not. Um, enjoy um, some NBA talk, some reactions to to Thursday night. It was really good. It was really fun. Uh, yeah. Thank you for all those that joined. And, Honestly, you know, it was it was hard not to get distracted. I know. I'm just trying to focus on like so many things at once. It was like whoa. Yeah, um, I agree. And that game was crazy. But we'll get to that with our NFL segment. So, um, let's talk college football news first. Um, Navy upsets uh, Army. I mean, wild game. Um, there was a fake punt that Navy ran that was an accident, apparently. Like, they snapped it to the wrong guy, and he just ran <laughs> and got it. Um, and, you know, they pull off the upset 17-14. to 14. This game has hit the under, like, 15 years in a row, which is kind of interesting. <laughs> but, you know, Army-Navy, great traditions, great uniforms, great rivalry. Um, go USA. Go USA. Um, um, as Like, the main college football headlines of this week have been on the recruiting side. Um, so, oh, first, actually, let's talk about the Pick'em League. We've got 25 people in the Pick'em League, so thanks, everyone, for joining. If you are not on the live or have not watched it yet for some reason, we have a Pick'em League. The link is in the post of the bio, or just, you know, reach out to us, and we can send you the link, too. Super-duper fun, and Pick'em, and maybe we'll do something for the winner of the league. Hopefully, yeah, it, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see who does win that, because, I don't know, I mean, like us, the experts that we are, we we meticulously handpick every winner. But you know, some people are just gonna hit on some random. I'm gonna pick this team, this team, this team, and you know, who knows? Maybe they might get get a better um or more. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. It's all it's all kind of luck. Although yeah. I uh, I should mention, I changed one of my picks. Uh, once I saw that Kyle Hamilton and Kyron Williams are not playing, I I switched over to Oklahoma State over Notre Dame. This is very notable. So, some notable stuff from recruitment, from transfers. It is on. Um, we'll start with the biggest news. Quinn Ewers, um, we mentioned that he had tra- is transferring from Ohio State. As of last night, he is choosing Texas to come back. And I kind of am I, – I feel like I'm not, like, as excited as everyone else just because I have – I'm nervous because I've said earlier, Quinn Ewers, um, he's drama. And I'm happy that he's bringing these other, you know, 
four or five star recruits with him. Like these offensive linemen we've got are crazy, but I'm worried that um, he's drama. And this is the last thing that the program needs is drama. Um, and I, and I see that point. Um, however, it's just, I mean, this team is just so depleted of quarterback talent. Um, Hudson Carr is just not good at playing the quarterback position. Um, but the thing is, we've got a five-star quarterback in Malik Murphy coming in. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see. Um, and, I mean, I'm probably expecting no redshirt this year. I mean, there's there's no shot he he just comes in and he's just like this this true freshman just absolutely dotting up everybody. I don't know if that's really – You never know. The – you know, the actual expectation that everybody has going into this. I hope that's not the expectation because, I mean, that's just – I think that's way too much wishful thinking, but I digress. Yeah. I digress. Um, and the O-line, the O-line, it's crazy how that, you know, uh, $50,000 endorsement. And look at that. Oh, we're getting all these O-linemen. I wonder where that could have come from. Why else they have with Quinn Ewers? <laughs> I mean, I and, you know, the – the, the money, I I would say, has to deal with it just just a bit too, you know. Definitely, is. definitely. It all you um, know, it all ties in. Um, let's, let's talk about Evan Stewart as well, because I actually don't want to spend. Too, I wrote that down, but I don't want to spend too much time on it because it's all speculation. And frankly, <laughs> I think it's kind of stupid. But Evan Stewart did commit to Texas A and M. We've talked about how good that Texas A and M class is, but now he is retweeting stuff, saying like "Come to Texas," and he's like retweeting it. And I, I don't want to jump – I don't want to get ahead of myself. I think the class, you know, getting yours is great, I guess. Getting those offensive linemen is great. And we can build on that. I don't want to, you know, get too greedy here. Right. Um, yeah, don't want to get into the Twitterverse, I guess. And then just no. a bunch of a bunch of QBs also entering the transfer portal. Yes. Um, you know, Calzada, Slovis, Bo Nix. Yeah. Um, and all three, I mean – just those three alone is crazy. I mean, that's crazy. Why? Yeah. Like, I'm not sure I understand really any of them, but um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not really because I mean, Slovis. You've got Lincoln Riley coming. Calzada. I guess maybe wouldn't he probably wouldn't start over Haynes King next year, but I don't know. And then Bo Nix. He's totally established himself at you know this program. I don't. I don't get what the thinking is. He's. I saw he's gonna go have fun elsewhere. <laughs> That's that. Yes, he will have. He will have fun anywhere that he goes. <laughs> Just hopefully he doesn't come down here because I don't see the point. Even definitely though, no point. Definitely no point. Um, yeah. Just you know, weird. Just a lot of QBs. It's like I didn't see that many just entering the transfer portal all at once. Uh, getting that news today. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. But yeah, um, so um, lots of fun college football stuff. Uh, bowl games. I mean, by next episode, we're previewing some bowl games. Um, first bowl game is on Friday. Yeah, that'll be that's gonna be fun. Yeah, just, just football all day with you know bragging rights and for some playoff implications, it'll be very fun. Yeah, indeed. Be, yes. So, um, transitioning over to basketball, we mentioned on the live, uh, Texas unfortunately getting killed. Not killed. Sorry, losing to Seton Hall. Um, <laughs> Iowa State blows out Iowa to remain undefeated. Um, new rankings came out, but before then, we had some shakeup over the weekend. Um, Oklahoma blows out 
top 15, Arkansas. Um, Kentucky loses to Notre Dame. And Bama beats Houston on a very controversial block late in the game. Looked like goaltending. It was not called. Bama wins. Houston is upset. There you go. Um, new rankings came out today. Lots of shakeup. Texas moved down 10 spots. Arkansas down 12. Um, you've got your your fourth number one team in four weeks, Baylor. Um, so Baylor's number one, undefeated as they should be. The only other undefeated team in the top 10. Or sorry, there's two others, uh, USC and Arizona. Um, so top five is Baylor, Duke, Purdue, UCLA, and Gonzaga. Looking like some parody, maybe. I don't know. I know but... we have having a lot of changing of the guard, but now it's time to call it. Baylor's gonna get well. I don't know because this Baylor team. I mean, it's just there's just so much consistency. Yeah, in their games, it's like you know, other teams just kind of like ah, I could go lost kind of thing. But I don't know. Baylor's just like they look really good. Oh yeah. Somehow um, I forgot to. I skipped over the fact that they yeah. beat Villanova badly yesterday. They actually yeah. have thirty six points, thirty six in the entire game. Yeah, um, yeah, just completely dominating the competition. Um, I think they'll stay there for a, a, a decent amount of time. I mean, looking any. at their schedule, let's take a look, shall we? They play at Oregon Saturday, which is not as good a game as it should be. Oregon's five and five, and then New Year's Day at uh, undefeated Iowa State. That'll be their first, not their first, their next real test. Um, yeah. it's. I think they'll stay there for a decent amount. I I, I tend to agree. Um, and just but then again, I mean, you don't their, expect um, you, you don't expect any of these number one teams to lose, right? I mean, but the, like, but we talked, we've already talked about this. You know, the parody of college basketball is just, you know, there's just so many weird intricacies in the game of basketball where it's just one shot here and you know a steal there, and it just changes the momentum of the game um, so fast. You know, you can win or lose at any second. Um, I was going to say, though, a uh, quick little tidbit. Jamal Shadu plays for Houston. Uh, I did see him actually in the 5A Final Four playing for Maynard High School. Um, and now he's starting for University of Houston, which is, you know, I think that's pretty cool that I get to start in high school. Well, I probably should talk about my – I we, we don't talk about the NBA much here, but I was in San Antonio over the weekend, and I saw the Nuggets. They were playing at the Spurs, and I saw – Jokic, Bobo, those were really the only two notable ones that I saw. But it was kind of um, cool. They weren't. They didn't acknowledge me at all. But that's okay, because you know I saw <laughs> them. I was right they're, in front of them. They're locked in. Yeah, um, they're too good for me. I guess whatever. Uh, I've had some people um, come up to me and say we need to talk about basketball more. Um, one of our lovely fans is a Grizz is a Grizzlies fanatic. He's talking about how good they are without Jaw. Obviously, and another couple Warriors fans out there, top of the conference. Um, well, Spurs... for me, sorry to interrupt you, but covering the NBA to me is like covering the MLB regular season. Like the the regular season is just hard to cover because it it's kind of monotonous. Like right. I I understand maybe like a few big headlines and college basketball. I think is easier because upsets make it easy in rankings, and you don't have really either of those things. Like you obviously have upsets. But in the pros, anything can happen on any given day. Like the Spurs beating, you know, the the, the Warriors. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it, it is it is very hard to cover for all the listeners that do want to hear us talk about basketball. We will cover it later in the season because that's when, you know, things really 
start to matter. But right now, it's just kind of like we're we're still trying to see teams and where they are. Although, mm-hmm. you, you mentioned about the Bulls, though. They are getting shafted right now by COVID. They have 10 players in protocol. They have like they have like seven player seven available players um for tonight's game and they've just or actually it's just been their next few games have been postponed so I don't know COVID COVID is back folks COVID never left back. um something that also never leaves our site is our lovely sponsors over at Anchor oh. so without further ado let's get right into it and we are back ladies and gents um. I say it every podcast. Say it every we episode. love Anchor. Woo! We love Anchor. Don't <laughs> like to match words there. Don't like to keep the people waiting. Um, still in my thunder there a little bit, but you know what? It's fine. I have to I have to take it from you a few times. Can't, can't let all the power go to your head. I know. I'm gonna let it slide. I'm gonna let it slide. Um <laughs> I um I it's it's you know it, it hits different after not using Anchor. For an episode, this is true. Actually, um, getting used to IG Live was was a bit of a learning experience. Definitely some learning experience there. Oh goodness, yeah. Um, some things that we also um learn experience, I guess, is another week in the NFL and what we can take away. Still, you know, actually, we can take away just a bit more this week. Things didn't really like, you know really get out of hand. There's a couple of games that are like, but other than that, I'd say, I'd say it was a pretty good week in the NFL. But it was pretty solid. Um, Starting off with the Thursday night game, we, we got the, the live raw reaction on the live. Steelers nearly come back from 29 down, um, but come just short. Firemuth cannot haul it in in the end zone as time expires. You've seen a lot of things about um Chase Claypool maybe ticking off some extra seconds by celebrating a first down. Personally, obviously, I mean, maybe like two seconds, but it wasn't that. Like, it was not. It was. It was upwards of about eight seconds. But it, it was wasn't not two seconds. But it wasn't on him that that the whole time. Like, like he celebrates. Obviously, his, his celebration isn't more than two seconds. He tries to get the ball back, and it like hits somebody. And the camera angle is really bad. But the ball goes astray, and I don't think that's totally on Claypool. So obviously, can't celebrate in that situation, but. Uh, maybe a little bit. Everybody loves to hate on the Steelers receivers. That's just my opinion. Like, I mean, I, I, after Corvette, Corvette boy. And I know, like, and I just—he's uh, just <laughs> having fun. Like, who cares? I, um, I don't know. I I do think that they that the Steelers could have had another play. Obviously, I do think Frymuth should have held on. Yeah, to that should have. But um, I mean, that's—I mean, that's a lot. Like. You can't really. You have Harrison Smith coming at you full force. I know yeah, it's terrifying. I, um. Yeah. Just I don't know. I think the series could have probably had another play in there. I mean, Claypool did have a decent game up until that point. He's just I don't know. He is having fun, but there are points of the game where you have to have better awareness than what he had there. But you know, uh, come back ultimately, falling short. Um. And you know, it's a good a good game. Um. You know, making us bite our nails because Minnesota doesn't know how to finish off a team. No, they literally, they every single game they played except one has been a one score game. That's 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 insane. Yeah, it's, ridiculous. Yeah. Um, another comeback that fell short: Cleveland, Baltimore. Um, oh my god, this game is really Lamar. upsetting. Um, should Lamar. I talk about my fantasy implications now, or should I wait? 
Uh, I think we can talk about this now. Let's get it out of the way because it's just depressing for me. Okay, um, yeah. So Ben um got beat up again. Beat um well um after, yes, after your up. players you got beat after, up. after your players played tonight, I will be definitely getting beat up. But I mean, my my team had a not so valiant effort. My running backs make will make anybody depressed. Yeah, Devontae. Um, I mean, your receivers combined for sixty though. And I scored one thirteen, yeah, on more than half my points. So it's I don't know, but hey, um, so fantasy implications we mentioned. So so our league does a big payout. I believe one hundred thirty dollars for whoever gets the most total points in the season. And going into this week, me and two other teams, we were all separated by two points, two total points, and one kid, um, did not have the best week. So it's between me and someone else. And right now, and I have a one-point lead going into this week over him. And I'm projected right now 141.5. He finished. He's done with 141.02. So if, if everything goes out to projections, I barely secure it. But I need 20. I need 23 about points combined from Sony Michelle and Matt Gay tonight. So praying for that. Um, we saw, uh, going to mention, Jalen Ramsey and Tyler Higby. Out due to virus protocols. Um, I don't know if that helps me or hurts me. I, I think it helps. I mean, it's a <laughs> and I mean, you would think it would help, but it's. I mean, that's just another weapon off of the Rams' offense, and then Ramsey. That's just a huge part. So maybe well, I mean, a weapon off the offense means more field goals. You know what I mean? This is also very true. And you know, they got to give the ball to someone else. So like, right, right. Um. I I think you do have it in the bag. In the bag, absolutely not. It's uh, the chances, I would say, are pretty fifty fifty. Maybe like fifty five forty five. But I, I don't know. Not I'm in the bag. Not sure. Not in the bag. But it's been your your fantasy team has just been crazy. And you know, if Lamar would have actually not right, hurt, so it yeah. Have... The reason I mentioned that Lamar had one point, and I still, <laughs> I still am here thanks to, really. A number of things. Najee had a good game. My defense, defense. Renfro went crazy. Mike Evans went crazy. Kelsey and Gronk kind of disappointed, but that's fine. Um, yeah, it's just going to come down. Can Sonny Michelle have a repeat performance from last week? I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. The, co- the Kodak Black. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Um, I see. I'm sitting on my TV right now um, that Harbaugh thinks – John Harbaugh, Ravens coach, thinks Lamar is going to play next week. That's good news. Well, yeah, it's good news for him. It's kind of a risky start for me, though, I feel like. This this is true. He, uh, I mean, it's not like he's been great before this injury. I mean, he played the entire first quarter, had one point. Yeah. Um, okay, it's a part of that episode where I have to vent about this garbage team. Um, <laughs> Wait, which garbage team? Uh, well, they're both kind of bad, but you know, we're talking about my boys. I thought you were talking about your fantasy team. <laughs> Ow, that that one hurt right there. Um, sorry. Let me, let me talk about Dallas real quick. I'm not impressed with this offense at all. Kellen Moore needs to find the magic he found early in the season with his play calls. This is just shit ain't working right now. Elliott can't do anything. Pollard obviously being out hurt. This team is only going to go as far as that defense carries him. Michael Parsons, um, defensive player of the year, obviously. Um, 
Not Randy not Trayvon Diggs anymore. We, um, we switched. One, 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 one A, one B. Um, okay. They, they, can, they can share it. Um, I, have a, I have a couple of things for you from an unbiased perspective. Okay. First, could you imagine a year ago saying this team is only going to go as far as the defense can carry it? <laughs> no. Secondly, that's a, that's a resounding no. Secondly, oh, God, wait, I had such a good point. I'm, like, forgetting it now. Like, the Cowboys, what was I going to say? Oh, my God, I'm so frustrated. The offense is not, like, like this game through two and a half quarters, three quarters, I didn't watch, but domination, right? Right. Domination, yes. And so you know the potential is there to to dominate teams like that. And I don't think – I mean, the Cowboys are not going to have any trouble winning the division. They're not going to be tested by – I mean, like, they're going to be able to compete with anyone in the, in the National Football League. And so I think that, you know, there's there's reason to be excited. Right. Um, I just think Dak just has to – Dak has to play better. I mean, that pick six in the fourth quarter was giving me a heart attack because I was like, there's no way this game even comes back um, to be close. And then we only win by seven. Um, I don't know. Just get the run game going. Tyron Smith just got ruled out for this week's game against the Giants. Um, Are we play all this week, actually? Yep. Oh, yes. God. <laughs> That's terrible. I wonder if Danny's gonna play. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. Um, I don't know. Just this team needs to clean some things up before we get down to the home stretch. Well, fortunately for you, you've got a tune-up game this summer. <laughs> um, can we talk about how the Bengals have now bungled their their season? The Bengal bungle. The Bengal bungle. Um, <laughs> that was a good game though. Not yeah. sneaky. Sneaky playoff team, maybe. Sneaky. See, if you would have said that early in the season, I would have been laughing because this team was bad. And now but I mean, like, on paper, they're not bad. On paper, they're not bad. But I mean, Garoppolo will only take you so far. But or I agree. They, they, so I, I still don't really understand why they're not giving Trey Lance more reps. Really, right? Um, I don't know. Just this game, um, Kittle went stupid. He sure does. Um, and Ayuk, um, he's he's really turned it up to end the season, right? Um, Ayuk finally getting more involved in that offense, and then just a good overtime win for San Francisco. Um, Jamar Chase was selling earlier in the first half, but he did he did have two touchdown catches, so I guess I can't really be mad at him. Also, no, I don't think you can. Um, but I guess let's talk about the game that I turned off, and then when I checked the score, finally as it got into overtime, I was like, "What the hell just happened?" This Buffalo Bucks game because what in the actual hell happened here? Um, yeah, um, you know, Tampa Bay gets out to a huge lead, and then at a certain point, I, I want to say they were up three touchdowns, and I think it was twenty-four to three. Is that right? Yeah, um, it was. Yeah. After the Bills scored their first one, I don't know. You kind of had the feeling that it was going to happen, and of course, the guy I'm competing with for total points has Josh Allen, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh god, oh god. And, you know, Josh Allen ends up with 36 points. So, yeah, it just it it just felt like it the whole way. I don't know. It goes to overtime. Or you, you think the Bills are going to drive down and score a touchdown um, to win it towards the end of the fourth quarter. But the Bucks get bailed on a call, a no call, that maybe probably should have been a, a pass interference in the corner of the end zone. But they get away with it and go to overtime and – the Rashad Perriman, 60-something yards, touchdown. 
Yeah. Um, Brady obviously breaking milestones this game. Guy he's so um, good. Yeah, it's. Uh, did you see that dime piece he he laid to Evans on the sideline? Yeah, he's unbelievable. Um, yeah. Uh, just you know, I hate the fact that the Bucks are doing so good because it's the idea is creeping in my mind. Like, God you're a hater. God damn it, they're gonna do it again. They're gonna you're win a hater. the Super Bowl. I am a hater because I hate Tom Brady. I hate him. I hate him so much because well, so, I just don't get it. I don't. He causes me so much distress in my life because the Cowboys can't have anything good with him still in the league. Causes me. I mean, I don't think you can blame the Cowboys' struggles all on Brady. Oh, I am. I'm a, I don't. I, I don't I'm, think that's I'm, fair. This, this it's my delusion setting settling in. Um. um yeah. The the classic Cowboys fan delusion. Sure. Yes. Um, um. Let's move on. <laughs> um. Yeah, sure. the, actually, the the Bears Packers game last night, the Bears scored was thirty. They, they 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 were keeping pace a little bit. They keep what in the world? 30. Um, and 30, then the Packers yeah. just kind of like shut yeah. them down in the second half. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess if you're a Bears fan, you could be encouraged by the fact that they kept pace with Green Bay for a half. Um, yeah, I mean, lots of, I mean, um, Jakeem Jakeem Grant was unbelievable. Jakeem Grant was. Crazy, and he had like he had like a sixty yard catch and then a ninety seven yard punt return. Just I don't know, get on the Bears, I guess, but ultimately not coming out with the victory. Um, yeah, I was looking at the playoff race between like on the people in the wild card and people in the hunt. It's just like it's like seven and seven, six and seven. I know. It's just and it's like eight teams that just line up in that thing in the NFC. <laughs> It's it's kind of it's actually kind of disgusting because the mediocrity is insane this but year. But it's fun. The parody is it, so fun. It is fun. It makes things interesting week to week. Definitely. And I mean, we talked. I was thinking earlier, the AFC North at one point. You know, the Bengals started the year five and one. The Ravens were hot. The uh, the Browns. We had some expectations going into this year, and the Steelers. I mean, were five hundred all year, and all of a sudden. None of those teams look good at all. <laughs> Literally none of them. Yeah, Maybe the Browns, but I mean, not really. I give up more points to Tyler Huntley. <laughs> um, but and just you know, the Ravens look static. The 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 Bengals are sliding. The Steelers are the Steelers. What can you say about that? Right. Um, that division's kind of open all of a sudden. Yeah, and <laughs> every one of them is trying to lose it at this point. Uh huh. Um. I don't know. Getting into that makes my brain hurt. Let's let's dive into this uh, Rams Cardinals game just for the last. Well, time. as we mentioned, no Ramsey, no Higby. Hopefully, good for my fantasy team. Honestly, I don't even know who I think is going to win this game. It's actually a huge game. I mean, huge. That Ramsey loss is just so so big because now who covers Hopkins on that team? Yeah, I mean, I don't, the rest of that Rams defense is is solid. But it uh no definitely is something to consider. I mean, trying to catch Kyle Murray on the run. I mean, I don't doubt Aaron Donald's capabilities to do that, but do anything, it would be, really. it'd be extremely hard. Um, the that Ram that Ramsey loss is really making me shift over to Arizona. It's making me feel more confident. I think I think I'm actually um agreeing with you. I think I like. I mean, Higby is nothing to you know gloss over either i mean that's a that's a starter tight end i mean that's a it's a tight end. i mean 
a big part it's of the security. Yeah, security blanket moving the Cup's, chains. Cup's gonna have to step up. Sony Michelle praying he steps up. Um, right, and then the implication of this game also um, has implications in the loser of our fantasy league, and who will be doing the punishment that we will reveal um, hopefully shortly. I'm glad it's not going to oh. be me because wait, is there I, a reason we're not we're not revealing the punishment? I don't know. It's I don't know. It's it's just kind of it's. I mean, it's not cruel by any stretch of the imagination. It's it's pretty funny. However, um, fine, we'll just say it. Uh, twenty four hours in an IHOP, double pancakes now is what we what we've agreed on because the pancakes are really small at IHOP. Um, every two pancakes is an hour. Um, obviously, them you want to eat more, but you also don't want to hurl. Um, yeah, that's a brutal to, punishment. And the person also has to pay for. It as well, which we actually did the calculations. It's not the worst thing in the world to pay for it, but you know, just spending your whatever day of the week, I think know. It's be Saturday, just in an in an IHOP. Um, that's just so that's just depressing. Um, gosh, if if I had to do that, I would have I would have just been like, Man. well, don't. So you know, let's go. We the did good news. We actually the did up. pretty well. I know, um, yeah. yeah. But I think I think I'm still going to be like fourth to last, which is you know not last, not last, not last. Um, yeah. yeah. And that that in of itself is is reason to celebrate. Yes. Um. So with all that being said, lots of implications. I feel like we say this every week, but the implications, Ben. The implications. The um, narratives. The narratives. The narratives um, are back. Yeah, and uh, it's finals time, so gonna edit this and get it up and study right it's truly it's unfortunate it's gonna be a rough week over here at the sidelines yeah um, <laughs> it, it, it's gonna be rough that that's all i gotta say about that um but obviously if you're still here listening thank you as always if you're listening on spotify make sure you give us a like and download if you're listening on apple podcast make sure you give us a five-star rating good luck to everybody during this finals week we wish you all the best of luck. And do you have anything else to say, Brad? Um, no, I think that was fantastic. Go Sony Michelle. Go Matt Gay. Go Fantasy. And we will see y'all on Thursday. Happy finals.